Good day, and let us spin you a cracking yarn. Four bonds of mates on a ripper adventure through fantasy Australia, where every bugger wants to kill your face. It's Dungeons and Dragons, except down under, we call it Dungeons and Drongos. Dunnies, dingoes, drop in. By Cracky by Jingo, we are cracking off another cracking adventure on Dungeons and Drongos, a podcast set in Fantasy Australia. But before we get started, uh, let's introduce the party. I would like your name, your character name, uh, race class, and I want to know this week. Uh, you guys have been very interested in social causes lately. I, I would like to know what social cause in Fantasy Australia would your character most like to solve? What what's at the forefront? And uh, starting with Plank. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I play Plank, fighter, <laughs> Tiefling, and his social cause is I don't know if it's an actual charity. But uh, he believes everyone in Fantasy Australia should wake up with a cold, frothy beer. Oh, that's not bad. Is there any sort of... Um, what, what's the drinking age in Fantasy Australia? I don't think Abolish there is it. One. That's part of the... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think under... I'm going to call it now under Edgerton Rule in Fantasy West Australia, it is four. Christ. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Um, I'm Suzanne. I play Mackenzie, the elf wizard. Um, wizard. Wizard. Wizard, Harry. Um, and she, I think, believes in the she believes in the value of education, and because of that, she really deeply hates people who are not educated. So I feel like she believes in it. Yeah. But only if you can afford it. Yeah, but I it's mean... It's a double-edged sword. Well, I think she's kind of got the mid-road where she's like, you know, you should be educated. Not to my level, but educated. <laughs> so so it should be better than it is. She but is not to my level because I'm better than you. You're a disgraced yeah. uh, academic. That's right. Uh, kicked out of university. <laughs> uh, not technically. I'm um, I'm underground until some fuss dies down. Okay. Thanks <laughs> so qualified blacksmith. You are indeed. <laughs> and uh, finally we have... I'm Paris. I play Halfling Ranger G'day. I just learnt how to read, but um, if I could, uh, a bo- or if I had any social justice problems, it would probably be um, last week there was that uh, slave situation. Yes. Wasn't keen on that, so yeah, probably... Wasn't, wasn't ideal. <laughs> Yeah, not, not a fan. I'd like to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and by the way, I'm Luke. I am your dungeon master for the evening. Don't I'm worry, you are resident idiot. You're in very capable, uh, <laughs> gentle hands. Slightly greasy hands. Slightly greasy from dinner. Yeah. But uh, yes, now that's interesting, Paris, that you bring that up because mm-hmm. I, I was sort of trying to maybe edge you guys towards thinking about some of the things that you had seen recently. For example, uh, when you found out the orphanage was beating up those 
kids constantly, uh, which yeah, was that rolled me up. You didn't like that. Mm. Um, there were a few things recently that uh, you have sort of rallied against. One of them was the slave traders last week, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Snake Rat's little slave store. <laughs> I uh, did like him though. Johnny's yeah, Johnny Snake Rat, classic character. Uh, now dead. <laughs> dead, unfortunately. Hopefully, yes. he's got relatives short, or a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, but short-lived. Ghost of Johnny Snowcrown. No, you can't do that more than once. And he's got ghost slaves. Yes. No. Uh, now, look, since then, uh, Gilded City uh, Shopping Centre. Did you say the Gilded City? Gilded City. Gilded City. Gilded. You said, gel- you said Gilded. Okay. <laughs> Don't geld the city. That's not cool. All right. <laughs> So because we all know what geld means, well, clearly that doesn't. joke is hilarious. <laughs> but for those listeners who don't know what it means, and clearly I'm just going to have to bring up some kind of obscure horse-related thing oh, every gross. single. Can time. you horse save that for your podcast with Jacinta? <laughs> My horse podcast. Your horse podcast. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes! All right, never mind. Where was I? Okay, so golden, gilded. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done. <laughs> So, Gilded City, uh, they have, in official statements, been a bit cagey about the slave situation and are publicly condemning it. Mm. So, uh, it's not going to be reappearing anytime soon. But there was another issue that I thought uh, weighed on some of you in the last adventure, and that's where we pick up today. So, are you ready for the pros? Yes. Yes. What about the cons? No. Okay. I expect them. Uh, one of the perhaps many dangling threads left after your last hastily resolved adventure into the Gilded City Shopping Centre regarded the capture and treatment of dangerous but presumably innocent beasts. And the Rebel Wilson had alluded to a supplier of these creatures. And your party, with its bleeding hard leftist social justice worrying snowflake cuck leanings, has expressed some definite concern about this horrible practice. Especially filthy forest child G'day, who was raised <laughs> by a pack of feral doodle thumping dingle dongers. <laughs> so your kind-hearted manager Wenzo, who is 101% dedicated to your welfare, has taken it upon himself to do some research to pinpoint where these animals had come from. He has tracked them back to the legendary, notorious and frustratingly elusive master hunter known as Steve Cravewin. And when not on safari, Cravewin is usually holed up in his isolated fortress-like estate to the far north in the hills of Sagudi, where he is said to have an exquisite private zoo. Now, your mission is to infiltrate this estate and to free all the animals without getting killed. But Wenzo does have one more lead for you. Through some very vaguely alluded to dealings, he has secured two blank invitations to a dinner party at the Cravewin Manor, which promises to be an assemblage of fantasy Australia's greatest hunters. So this is what I need from you guys. I'm going to go into Wednesday mode now. (laughs) Got the invitations, got them from um, a, a very reliable source name Shaz and um, you're going to have to construct identities and figure out a way to justify a third person because I only got two two of these bloody tickets and you're going to have to get in there and convince them that you are two, three of the greatest hunters 
So come up with a story, come up with a disguise, get down to the estate. We can't get Hal's moving shithole too close, but we'll park it in a, in a bush and you might have to go for a little bit of a wander down to the estate and uh, go in there and, and sort all this out and, and save all those lovely animals. What do you think about that? That sounds good. I think that's pretty easy. I think we should just throw some kind of shaggy pelts on G'day and she can be a support animal. Oh, you what? <laughs> I think G'day goes in as a respected dignitary of Tingle Dongus. Okay. I go in as a respected slave guy, like that guy we met last week. Mm-hmm. And you come as my sexy she-slave. I want a chain or something. I yeah. might have a little bit of chain lying around. Why do you have a little bit of chain? Well, it's not a very long chain, but you don't have a very thick neck, do you, Mackenzie? So I'd probably <laughs> go around there quite nicely. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> do we have any better ideas? Um, we could put it around your wrist. <laughs> we have to pretend we're like them. Yes. Yes. I don't think I should talk. <laughs> because... I'll get mad. Oh, she's so mad you're going to be simmering. <laughs> I, I might have to cook the dinner on her. That's actually a valid point. I should probably do the talking. I have a great idea. Mm-hmm. One, we need a birdcage. Two, a lot of chocolate. Three, I will transform into a bat, which I can do now. Only if it's uh, dark, though. It won't um, be that dark when you go up to the estate, Plank. Lame. I do I like, like your I idea. Like, still like get the chocolate. Do you have any of that chocolate? No, I'm quite hungry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, b- b- quite deceptive, that. Mm. Talk about chocolate when there isn't any. Yeah, it's mean. It's cruel and terrible thing. Not cool. Nope. Sorry, guys. I kind of like where Plank was going. Yeah, yeah so but despite all G'day's rage, Plank is still just a bat in a cage. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wenzo just aged himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite old. Yes. Um, but I think I should probably be the slave owner because I will be doing the talking. Now, they are hunters. They're not slavers. I did make that clear. Yeah, Though you, you guys seem very fixated on the slave thing, I understand. I just thought that was a good cover. It is a good cover. Because I'm... slave guys are assholes, and hunters are assholes. True. And I've seen a lot of assholes, and they all look the same. Mm. Birthdays, they're like assholes. Everyone's got one. <laughs> yes. What do birthdays have to do with anything? <coughs> they're like assholes. I thought we were listing things that are like assholes. There are a lot. Okay. No. Bramble wank. Did none of you remember? <laughs> he's what a bit of. Is? He's a bit of an asshole. It's not your birthday plank. I know for a fact That's it's a really not. mean thing to say on my birthday. It's not your birthday. You don't know when your birthday is. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, I don't. <laughs> so what is what was pl- your plan? You I'm... and me go in as hunters. Two people go in as hunters, and one of them has a slave. Doesn't Who have wants to be, to be a slave? Well, not, not a slave, just like a... What about I'm like a... Like, An assistant that I don't pay. Like, because I'm so good <laughs> at, like, hunting that I'm more like your, like... Like not like hunter dog, you know. Like hunter. Are you going to be dogs? like our native traitor, like tracker? Yeah, like you, you, I'm you. Use me as your little hunter person. Oh yes, uh, that's very culturally difficult, isn't it? It's a little bit curly. It is a bit. Anything for the greater good. Mm. A little bit of an appropriation. Little, little. <laughs> I guess. Well, all of our plans were pretty insensitive. Yeah. Well, they're all insensitive to someone. I agree. It's the best of a bad batch. Mm. <laughs> also, we're not actually pretending today is anything that she's not. You guys can just walk in and I can turn into a gaseous cloud. 
No. Mm. Why don't you just get on my shoulders and wear a big long cloak? Can we do that? Well, I think you should probably get on his shoulders, but apart from that. No, I like it the way she said it. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm stronger. Yeah, yes. Now, um, these uh, hunters, probably experts on all sorts of creatures, probably see that little halfling face and uh, realise that it's got a very unnaturally long torso and probably be a little bit spooked by that, I would think. Spooked. But spooked. not inclined to throw you out. Yes, I guess Maybe. some people have very unusual bodies. That's true. I've got a little bit of downy fluff near my bum. <laughs> We've heard all about your hairy ass, Wenzo. Hairy asses are like birthdays. <laughs> yes, everybody's got one. <laughs> Unless you're planking a day, apparently. I have a very smooth butt. <laughs> yes, Look, that, that, ta- that takes time, doesn't that's it? That's because your skin's like approximating leather. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> takes this hard work. Doesn't help the situation we're in. All right, come on, quick sticks. This thing's happening very soon, because I forgot to tell you about it before. All right, I want to put you guys in one big coat. Done. Done. All right, and who's on the top? G'day's on the top? No, Plank. Plank's on the top. Well, yes. Uh, See, my, my biggest concern here is that because Plank has the horns, that's actually a very stable base for G'day to be. Yes, he's a big heavy fellow, and you're just a little, little bugger, aren't you, hey? I guess you could be a human with a small head. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll do. Let's go. <laughs> Alright, and you've got your identities? You've got your backstories? Um, sure. Alright, well. I'm a pair of legs. <laughs> let's go. Alright, so, um, the Howl's Moving Shithole, your walking magical fortress, uh, stops as close as it can get. It's a couple of K out, and you guys will have to walk down uh, to the estate. Um, can I have a very clear indication of what things you are taking with you on this journey because um, you won't have a chance to get back and get equipment. Okay, so I'm going to have my new toys. I'll have my quarterstaff of striking. Um, I'm wearing my amulet of health and I will also have my sober goggles, uh, charm of opening, and I'll have my little messenger galar in my pocket. Okay. And an octopus floating behind me. I'm wearing a cape. Because cool. it's awesome. Is this the bat cape? This is the bat cape. Yep. I have my hand axes on my side. Nice. I've got a metal flask in my pocket. Don't know why. Probably a mistake. And I got the portable hole and the immovable rod. That's my immovable rod. I stole it. You don't have the portable hole. What? Well, it got, it got, I was moving, there was a lot of garbage in the shithole, <laughs> and I was moving it around, and it got I a little, sandwich I know, I know, but it got a little bit of a tear in it, and not a big deal, but I, I didn't want you guys freaking out, so I gave it down to Bramblewank to have a look at. Oh dear. Yes, and it got a little bit dirty, so I've sent it off to be cleaned. It's going to be fine, <laughs> but you don't have the hole, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Plank. That's on me. Take the rug. <laughs> You have the rods fine. That I pilfered. I'm the taking rods, that back off you tomorrow. The rod's beautiful. I'm going to have my akadaka, my new flame tongue, <laughs> um, my staff, and um, my new arm outfit, my new changeable leather outfit. Very cool. Um, Which is under the big coat. Yep. Now that's... Well, I could use it to be... No, I couldn't, could I? I think staff, akadaka... It's and the sword. It's three hands. That's three hands. 
Can we, let's, can we, how many hands, do, I don't have it in front of me, I don't have your sheet. How many hands does G'day have? Well, at the moment, four. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I'll do the... Well, assumedly, you're kind of carrying Akadaka and my new flame tongue. Okay. And uh, what, what sort of look do you guys have? Is it formal? Is it casual? Is it, r- like, rough and, and bushwhackery kind? Well, like, what is it? Um, I'm going for kind of... A uh, rich lady with a bunch of help. Kind okay. Of thing. Kind of a trophy hunting. So hunter. are you more like glamorous? Yeah. So I'm wearing like a. Um, like you married a... your high school sweetheart and your life sucks. Where did that come from? <laughs> That's just how I imagine Mackenzie looking. Aww. <laughs> That's rough. Um, no, she's got like a pith helmet on and like, you know, kind of a matching kind of linen kind of gown type thing okay so some like lin- like some the safari and stuff yeah but it's sort of, of a, a glamping safari yeah 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 so she'll wear, like she'll have like a kind of colored scarf on and like a couple of brooches or something all right and what about this uh weird assemblage um, um oh let's do like a like so i've got a big coat on and then like my hair's slicked back and I'm wearing like glasses, so I look all like. And glasses and a little beanie. Why am I wearing beanie? Oh, you're going like Leon the professional. Yes. Whereas you, I <laughs> felt, were going for a sort of trigun kind of thing. Who that? It's like an anime thing. Can be in the middle and go Neo. Yeah, I was thinking like Matrix. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's like this, like <laughs> I am, I am the knight. Paris, you're so young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with that. I, I mean, I'm not. That, I just want the coat to make sense. So yeah. it's all like... I mean, I'm underneath. It doesn't matter what yeah. you're So you're like. essentially kind of behaving like my security? Is that what's happening? Well, I am. I mean, I'm essentially acting as some legs. <laughs> well... Hey, don't sell yourself short. You're all under here as well. You're also a crush. What, do, yeah. I have, <laughs> do I have to roll anything to make sure I don't get, like, nauseous from the, or the whole new height that I'm experiencing? No, but I think you guys would be pretty lumpy. Like, this yes. would be a pretty weirdly shaped person. It would be like Muppet Man. <laughs> mm. You do have horns for hips. It's a baggy coat. <laughs> I um that's what makes me the greatest hunter there is because I'm the tallest halfling I- ever known. Okay, to yeah, man. that's a good story. I'd yeah. stick to that. Nice. And, uh, good. They I'm call me my cape they call me and my underwear. The doubling. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yes. The the falling. The falling. Yeah. A human. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> A ling. Oh dear. The full ling. Uh, so, guys, it's um, the surrounding area of the um, Sigudi uh, foothills. It's just sort of plains, paddocks. There's not a lot of cover. And um, before long, you can see the sprawling um, estate. And it is quite well protected. It does have a wall. It's like a fortress. It's got a gate. The building itself is kind of like a, a large old uh, but expensive looking country manor and um, while there is like really strong security uh, the gate is open and the path up to the front door uh, is exposed there is a couple of carts outside the gate so we can presume some people have arrived beforehand Um, and there's also a sort of uh, bridge that goes over a reasonably wide moat that surrounds the estate that you'll have to cross uh, to get in and there is a butler who is at the door ready to um, usher people in. Have we got names on our invitations? No, the invitations were blank so you okay. can fill in the names yourselves. Yep, cool. 
This is one of those vague details that uh, Wenzo alluded to when he talked to Shaz. Gotcha. So, what's Muppet Man's name? Muppet Man? Us? Yes. His name is Muppet. The Fool. The Muppet Man. Muppet Muppet, Muppet Fooling? Yep. Sure. Muppet, gotcha. Okay, cool. Okay, and you're going to reveal it in scene? Sure. <laughs> All right, now, um, as you're crossing, so you're just going straight up to the front door? Yep. yep. Okay, as you're crossing um, the bridge to the moat, you see a very large, scaly, green uh, back emerge out of the water and a very large, wide crocodile with a gemmed collar um, heaves itself out of the moat. And um, lets out like a horrible, like grunting sort of hissing sound, and like shakes off the water like a dog. Cool. And yep. And if you're just continuing it's, to watch, it's yeah. Okay, what was that? It it um, wanders through past the butler and goes down the corridor into the house. Okay, because it's got a collar and stuff, and it seems very unperturbed by its surroundings. I'm just gonna treat it like a zoo animal, just surfaced. I'm like, ooh, that's cool. And then off he goes. Okay, and the butler uh, is there to, to greet you. Uh, hello, invitations, please. Here you go. And yes, you, uh, madam, are... Uh, Ernestine. Ernestine. Um, Ernestine Hemmington. Hemmington. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ernestine Hemmington. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, uh, the, the, the great huntress, I presume. Absolutely, yes. You killed anything of interest lately? Oh, well, yes, absolutely. I, I uh, took down uh, probably the most monstrous bunyip I've ever seen. A uh, bunyip? A bunyip, yes. Um, I've had the head mounted. Um, it's up on my uh, my estate wall. None of us have ever seen a bunyip before. I, the master has always wanted to catch one, but we yes, didn't well, even, weren't even sure that they were real. Uh, he wasn't fast enough this time. <laughs> <laughs> and you are, you must, so you are from the famous... Uh, Hemington uh, family? I am, yes. You? Oh, yes, yes. I remember your um, grandfather, actually, had a, a, a lot of uh, problems with his wife. Oh, yes, absolutely. Bit uh, raw. They would call her mm. a, a uh, I'd hate to use the term, but, uh, a, 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 well, let's just say it was the old man and the sea. I'm not sure what you're inferring, sir. <laughs> never mind, never mind. You come in. And uh, over here, yes, your invitation, please. Hello, I am Mupert Fooling. Mupert Fooling. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's no fooling me that you're a great hunter. Thank you. Um, What has been your most recent uh, quarry? Have you ever hunted man? Ah, the greatest uh, prize there is, the greatest trophy. Mm -hmm. No, I'm a butler. I hunt for cloth sometimes. Interesting. Or a bucket. If you ever want to make some extra money, let me know. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I don't know how to infer that. You've got a very unusual shape. Thank you. No problem. I'm a unique woman. Yes, I'm a little bit unique and and lumpy under all this as well. Hmm. So I I do understand. 
it's it's nice to see uh, different types of uh, body. You know, this is all very far above my station to even be having this conversation. <laughs> yes, to be honest, that Master Craven will be very keen oh, oh, to see me, you. you. You will be fired. Yes, yes, I yes. probably will be if I if I weren't uh, didn't help raise him uh, all those years. <laughs> You'll be fired anyway. Yeah, I'm, because... I'm sure you know. Uh, you've heard stories of uh, his old butler uh, uh, Snootlands. Wow, <laughs> Snootlands. All right, well, Mister Moopet and uh, Miss uh, uh, Miss 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 Ernestine oh, available. <laughs> I, I am actually a woman. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. You see, you're so lumpy there at the front. Thank I actually, you. I actually thought you were a, a gentleman who was quite excited to see me uh, twice uh, in both directions, but not for me to judge. I, um, I, I like to take, you know, people collect trophies. Well, you're in the right place for that, that's for sure. I like to collect trophies on my body. Oh my, well, come and see me later and uh, I would love to see your collection. Uh, Moopit, please stop associating with the help. Yes, that's right. Well, if you need anything scrubbed, uh, come and see me. Mm -hmm. Don't mind getting my hands dirty, that's for sure. Off we go. All right. (laughs) So um, you were led through uh, lovely, um, actually quite tastefully decorated uh, corridors. Um, There are large paintings uh, there is a painting of a uh, very broad-faced grinning half-orc in uh, small shorts who is um, standing with a very large slain beast of some description there is also a painting of two large crocodiles with gemmed collars hmm. Uh, on the wall and you were led into the dining room and um, it is a a large um, oak rough carved table Uh, around the table are a series of um, I think eight uh, chairs these chairs are very very ornate Um, they are made out of twisted bones like animal bones and horns and things they're all like carved up and fused together and around the room, there's a big roaring fireplace and the walls are covered with trophies from various beasts. Um, from sort of common things that you might have seen, like uh, wombangers with their big heads and uh, butting skull plates, to um, far more exotic and fantastic beasts, things that you have yet to encounter and things that may not even be native to fantasy Australia. Now, there is just one person sitting so far at this dining table, and it is a small gnome with spectacles. He's got gray hair. He's got a bit of a, like, scowl on his face, and he's wearing a tweed jacket with patches on the elbows. And he's sitting there at the table waiting, and you guys can go and choose whatever seats you like, whether you want to sit near him, opposite him, away from him. Sit near him. Cool. Plank doesn't have a side. How, how are you guys going to sit down? On Plank's bum. Okay. Yeah. So we're assuming you have a very long torso and small legs. Yes? Yeah, right. Plank's a pretty stocky guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, ah. so this does make you... Sitting down it would make you really unseasonably tall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to, like, bend in half to reach the table because my yeah. arms are so short. 
<laughs> and the um, gnome looks up at you and goes, Ow, you're a tall drink of water. Not that anybody's offered me any water. Why not? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen the host. It's quite rude if you ask me. Yes, I've been to many dinner parties and I'm pretty sure at least once or twice someone comes around and offers water, right? You talk a lot. What's your name? <laughs> me? Yes, you. Not the, what, you. What do you think I'm talking to? The fucking fly on your head? Is there a fly on my head? No, there's not a fly on your head. I was being <laughs> figurative. My name is Moopit Fooling. Oh, that's a silly name. And what do you do, Moopit? I hunt. A hunter? Mm. Ugh. And he looks away from you and he looks to you, Mackenzie. (laughs) And what about you? What's your name? I'm Ernestine. Ernestine. And what do you do? I'm a huntress. I'm going to be like that. I'm going to go out to the balcony. No, 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 bloody, I don't care what you do. Well, what do you do, Judgy? I'm a professor. Perhaps you've heard of me. I'm Professor Raymond Noman. Mm, And what do you profess? I write about animals. Ah, cool. Why are you here? And their conservation. Ah. This is an odd place for you to be. Well, I wanted to see what it was all about for myself, didn't I? I wanted to get to the heart of the problem and try to uh, challenge Mr Craven on some of his uh, more radical ideas. Hmm. Well, I would be interested to hear. I'm very persuasive. Persuaded. I'm, I'm easily persuaded. English isn't your first language, is it? No. No, I could tell. <laughs> the hunt is my first oh, language. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> that's what I was afraid of. Your, your crotch suddenly laughs. <laughs> your crotch is laughing, by the way. <laughs> just hungry. Um, and then uh, Newtonans comes in and says, uh, May I introduce Mr. Grimquill Tappy Type? And Grimquill Tappy Type comes in. Freaking Discworld novel. And he's a very bushy, bearded, um, serious looking dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, he's quite uh, finely dressed. He's got a, a waistcoat which is very tight around his belly and a, and a dicky bow. And he draws up a seat uh, next to you, Mackenzie. And he says, evening. I say evening. Hello. Hi. Yes. Oh, you're a odd-looking thing, aren't you? Everyone here is so rude. Well, I've just never seen anything quite like it. I am the notorious fooling. I'm a very tall halfling. Yeah, but horrible things have happened to you and your body. I can't even imagine what twisted shape looks under there. I'd like to write about it one day, I think. Go for it. Perhaps you could uh, come and visit me uh, sometime in the next week and uh, pose naked for me and I'll write about you. Write about your twisted weird body and let the let the world know how twisted and weird it is. Okay. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> Snootland says, and uh, here's a nice surprise, Mr. Loxy Gold. And Loxy mm. Gold comes in and he's a half elf. And he's very um, flamboyant and chirpy and he's got long golden hair and he's got a lute. Oh, and dear. he's like, hello, I'm Loxy Gold. And he like sits down and goes, this is such fun. Where's Mr. Craven? I can't wait. I'm Loxy Gold. <laughs> hello, what's your name looking at me over the table there? Um, 
Uh, I, I'm uh, Ernestine. Ernestine, that's a lovely name. I should write a song about you, Ernestine. I should write it right now. You may. Ernestine, <laughs> do you know what I mean? When I say that you're the prettiest lady I've ever seen today. Just today? Oh, yes, but I see a lot of pretty ladies in my business, let me tell you. Ah, aren't you Gold, but you are adorable. And what do you do for a living? I am a huntress. Boring! <laughs> and um, and Snoopy goes, oh, and we have uh, one more guest. Um, and I don't want everybody to be alarmed, but he's a little bit of a celebrity. Uh, may I introduce, uh, Mr. Uh, Baby Piggy Braden? <gasps> and you hear a trotting, an eager trotting coming down the corridor <laughs> and in bursts a bubbly little Piggy Braden. And he goes, fuck my bacon balls, everybody. <laughs> Are you aching for some bacon? Well, trim my trotters, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ham I am. <laughs> What's for dinner? I'll have three beers, please, dickhead. And he looks at you guys and goes, Oh, my curly tail. I don't believe it. What are you drunk guys doing here? Hi, Brayden. My name is Moopit Fooling. Remember me? Remember me, Moopit Fooling, Brayden? Moopit Fooling? Yeah. And what about you? I'm Miss Ernestine. We've not met. What a lot of shit. Ha 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 hilarious drunk pig. You guys are fucked in the head. Where's my beer? And he sits down in uh, one of the chairs. And now there's only one chair left and it is at the head of the table. And uh, Slootland goes, well, uh, Mr. Craven will be with you very soon. I shall go get the soup. Uh, do feel free to, uh, to chat amongst yourselves. Right. No, see, really? What you guys doing here? Fuck my bacon balls? Uh, really, pig? I've not met you before. You must be mistaken. Oh, you know, remember last time I saw you guys, you were dressed up all funny <laughs> too. And it was at the Sky Explosion. Yes, I was. Um, pig. Yes. Pig. Yes. Quiet. <laughs> Why? That'll do, pig. <gasps> yes. Mummy. <laughs> 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 and his little lip trembles. Good boy. And he sits uh, very still. I can't believe it always takes you guys such a long time to remember <laughs> that uh, you can shut him up very, very easily. <laughs> you always try like a billion other things first. And then, oh, yeah, he's like a really lame version of Babe. That's right. <laughs> so you're the one who made him. <laughs> yes, I did. And I brought him back today. Yeah, For awesome. the fans. Okay, so um, Craven is going to be here, uh, the butler tells you, when the clock strikes seven. And uh, people are very interested in um, hearing from him and seeing him. Um, they're chatting amongst themselves. Are there any questions, anybody, that you want to engage in conversation or otherwise uh, we'll have Mr. Craven's arrival? What does that fancy man do again? This is the one who sang your song? Um, I think he's supposed to be some sort of bard. I'm a quite famous bard, actually, yes. Well, it can't be that good. I've never heard of you. You've never heard of Loxy Gold? No. You've never heard uh, my songs like, uh, meat, meat, it tastes good, but it's murder. Mm. It doesn't have much of a rhyme, does it? <laughs> well, not that bit, but then later on I rhyme murder with... Burger? Heard her. Mm. 
Ah. The, the little, it's, the bridge is about a, sh- a sheep, a lady sheep. Yeah. Oh, you, I, I don't really listen to what the children are listening to these days. My music's not for children, it's for, it's for sassy teens. Ah. <laughs> of course. Yes, mm. but I guess you are probably a bit old <laughs> to hear my sassy teen music. <laughs> I can live without your sassy teen. <laughs> yes. yes. All right, so um, there's a big grandfather clock, and as it um, strikes uh, seven, and uh, the butler looks at it um, with anticipation, something uh, sudden and unexpected happens. The chairs that you're in, these bone chairs, these twisted, weird bone chairs, lunge into your backs, and you feel um, some Bikes going in. Something is like jutting into your back and trapping you. It's like the the bones are kind of wrapping around you and something gets injected into the back of your body. And you all sort of feel this like nip at the base of your spine with the exception of G'day because you were sitting on the shoulders. So you actually avoid this. Um, But as you can see from the reaction around the table, uh, this has happened to everybody they are all squealing even baby piggy Braden. everybody has been ensnared and having this thing um attached to them i'm gonna act like it's happening to me too to keep my cover i'm like ah that hurts <laughs> and good day and plank you're feeling um instantly sort of nauseous and this feeling like that your mind is kind of clouding it's like your body is slowing so today you're okay you're not feeling this but your body is slowing all the functions are sort of slowing your muscles are feeling very very heavy uh you would assume that it was some kind of toxin that has been entered into you and as this happens steve craven enters the room and he is the big broad-faced half-orc uh, that you saw in the painting in the corridor, and he's flanked by his two huge pet crocodiles. And he comes in and goes, Good day! How's yous going? Thanks for coming to my party! Glad to be here, I think. Why did you inject us with stuff? I'm confused. Well, look around you. See the bow ties? See the tweed? You aren't exactly a bunch of hunters, although I have assembled. The world's greatest hunters here today, and I'd like you to meet them. And then um, doors open on the side, and four more characters uh, step out. And he says, I want, maybe you know Jake Ripper. And there is a human, and he's got these weapons that you've never seen before. They're kind of these clockworky looking things, mechanism, and he spins them around in his hand he holds them by a handle and they've got like a long sort of tube or barrel on the other side and he says guts clacker and a big orc comes out um all these guys look really rough they look like uh, they're wearing furs and um he's got animal teeth and bones and stuff hanging around him shaz grundies and a lady comes out and she swings a bowler in her hand and um, she's like, you're going to get caught in my traps, my honey traps. And swings this thing around. Didn't we get the invitations from a Shaz? Yes. Different Shaz? 
You don't know. Mm. And my daughter, Bindi Bulbar. And Bindi Bulbar comes out and she's got a big crossbow and she's looking at you guys with glee and uh, is very excited. And um, Steve says, Now, I suppose you buggers are wondering why you're here. And he points to Loxie. I've heard your protest songs, mate. Don't like them. Looks at the uh, dwarf and he says, who's um, Grimquill, Tappy type. And he goes, I know that article you wrote about me, mate, criticising what I do. You're fucked, sunshine. <laughs> and then he uh, looks across at Roman Noman. Oh, conservation, hey? Well, you're, you're fucked too, dickhead. And then he looks at you guys and goes, and I heard you guys were bad-mouthing me and worried about this whole bloody thing that happened at that shopping centre. Your manager told my mate Shaz everything. And now you're fucked too. This is a hunt. But it's a fucking nerd hunt. And you're all fucked. <laughs> oh, and the pig's rude too. Says fucking terrible things about everybody. Made lots of jokes about me in his show. Very rude. Hey, Brayden, how do you feel about half-orcs? Fuck. My... <laughs> Bacon balls, you orc, dickhead. <laughs> what he said. So, yeah, so um, you've been played. Uh, none of these people were hunters. Now, we've got an unusual situation here because you guys are losing consciousness and you see that the smaller folk, like uh, Baby Piggy Brayden and the gnome, are already, like, passing out on the table uh, as the hunters move in. Uh, good day. You are in an unusual position because you are actually able-bodied in all of this. What are you going to do? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> so everyone's sort of like passing out. Yeah, still um, entrapped in the chairs and passing out. Grab your leg. I'm like, get me the fuck out. You I... can't even move your arm. Oh no. <laughs> um, and they're all the all the hunters are looking at us. Yeah. Oh god, what can I do? I don't want to leave everyone behind. Can you just kind of... Oh, I'll go on the Chatterpillar to Wenzo. Wenzo? Why? Sure, yeah. He's not going to be doing anything. <laughs> yeah, down yes, hello. Wenzo, they're going You've reached Wenzo. Are you there? How can I help? I'm here. Wenzo, they're going to hunt us. I'm in the shower. They're going to hunt us, Wenzo. I've got really conscious about this fluff. <laughs> what? Don't worry. Okay. Ugh. Enjoy dinner. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna cast Mackenzie's like on the way like, out, and uh. she's like, "Why do we pay?" <laughs> <laughs> just run. Just run. Well, I won't leave you guys behind. It's fine. Okay. I would just like lock your legs around those horns. <laughs> I'm happy to wait die. for him to like topple forward and just basically fake dead. They know that there's the three of us, though, right? Not necessarily. Okay, I'll try that then. Do you just run. run. Just run. It's fine. Okay, I am gonna run. Okay. Wow. Because if they bitch. let you guys loose, at least I can be there to help you guys. Okay. So I'm just going to run out into the bushes, but keep close. Well, you are in a room okay. filled <laughs> with five of the best hunters and two giant crocodiles. Can I cast Fog Cloud? Um, so I create a 20-foot radius sphere of fog. Cool. So they can't really see me. Well, does it just give them disadvantage or...? A 20-foot radius sphere of flog centred on a point within range. Spreads around corners. It doesn't really say. It's up to you, I guess. I think it would just give them disadvantage. I mean, they would hunt in fog. Yeah, like, that's true. G'day. I have, in my pocket, I have a potion. <laughs> to turn me into a bat. 
It turn you into <laughs> mist. You can mist out of the room. That's cool. Okay. Can I try it? I'll try that then. All right. What we're going to do <laughs> is uh, initiative. Really? Yeah, because these guys are coming in with their weapons and they're watching you guys. So one of you moves and starts to do something unusual. It's going to be a question of who can react fastest. Mm -hmm. So, yes. So can you roll initiative, G'day? Uh, 24. That's pretty great. Can I, like, throw a spell out on my way down? You can't. Your mind is just not holding a spell. Aww. As you start to try and form one, your, your mind is just like... You know, like, when you're drifting off to sleep and you're, you're half-dreaming? Okay. And you're starting to mix things together? It's just not coming out. All right. Um, okay, so Shaz Grundy's 17, 20, so she isn't quick enough. Bindi is completely not looking in that direction at all. Guts Clacker is too slow. Jake Ripper, the gunman, is not paying enough attention. And Craven cracks it. He sees you. He's probably, he's probably the only one who knows that I'm on plank shoulders, right? I don't know. We're about to find out. He's talky. So he's uh, firing his crossbow at you. And it is 16. Nope. So he misses. Whoop. And it's your turn. You get to... So I'm going to reach down and grab the gas potion from Plank. And turn into a gas. Yeah. So I imagine Plank, because I didn't remember how it, Plank was probably just nudging it against my leg. And I've just reached down and grabbed it. Yep. So he's whispered to you that it's there. Yeah. And um, Kissy can't move. So now, Plank, uh, you're, right. you've lost consciousness. Mackenzie, you lose consciousness. Yeah. And G'day, you turn into a gas. Now, these guys have no way of capturing a gas. Yes. So um, the coat drops down to reveal Plank's passed out head mm -hmm. and horns. Am and I, like, super unconscious? Yeah. Can I just mutter, like, surprise, motherfucker? <laughs> surprise! And then you're down. Uh, thunk. <laughs> And um, you are a mist today. What are you going to do? And uh, they're, they're just like looking around the room. Um, there's a couple of uh, Shaz shoots a crossbow bolt, um, which has a tranquilizer dart, but it goes straight through, of course. So I'm trying to think. They've knocked everyone out and they want to hunt them, right? Yes. So they're going to want to release them from somewhere? Yes. You've got to find the animals. Find the animals, today. Get out of the room. Okay. I'm going to leave the building and try and like go around the building and see if there's like an exit point that they're going to release everyone from like the gates or something like that so you would have to basically um watch everybody mm -hmm. so the gas doesn't last massively long does it uh, i can't remember it was as long as you just get out the room, just get out it's the room. one hour it's oh, one hour yeah okay so, um, yeah, you would have to... Presumably, they're not going to take them out the front door. Yeah. So, you would have to keep an eye on them. And what happens is, um, Craven's told them, you know, keep alert, keep an eye out for that whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> and um, they start to release the limp bodies from the chairs. And um, they split up. They take the bodies into different locations. So, who are you going to follow... I follow Mackenzie. Oh, the, the people or us? Yeah, either way. I'll follow wherever they take Mackenzie. Okay. So you're trailing behind um, with Mackenzie. 
and I'm going to do a roll now to see where, because you're going into separate areas. I'm going to do a roll to see what areas you are put in. Now, I didn't pre-plan this because I wanted to be able to improvise this. I didn't want to write down, you know, what you guys were doing. So Mackenzie is being led by Guts Clacker. Um, he's dragging her along. And in the other hand, he has Loxy Gold. Mm-hmm. So he's taking them both. Um, Plank has been... Uh, taken off by Shaz Grundy Mm -hmm. and um, there's a series of tunnels and things that lead out through the back and you're going through tunnels and they're all underground and it's very difficult to know whereabouts you are in relation to the outside world. Okay. And eventually he's going to come to a spot, lift up a hatch and um, put their bodies up onto the the light, the lit world above. Okay. I'm just going to watch... Are you going to stay in the tunnel or are you going to go out of the hatch with the bodies? I'll go out the hatch with the bodies. Okay. Yeah. So he sort of feels this thing going through and he mutters to himself and then the latch, the hatch closes and you hear a um, locking mechanism mm-hmm. um, that is happening uh, below. Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, you see that, yeah, uh, both Mackenzie and Loxie are laying unconscious in a yellow uh, paddock. And um, it's quite, uh, the grass is about waist height. Um, it's a big empty space. Uh, it's got quite a bit of um, vision. Like, so you can see that uh, right down to the, the far um, north, there's uh, a sort of swampy area and to the west is a forest and uh to the east um is a burnt ashen area um you can just sort of make these out on the edges of your vision and and to the south that um looks like there's some sort of wall or barrier it looks impassable um and you guys uh i guess if there's unless there's anything else you want to do in this gas form uh, amongst this hour um, this would have taken up about half of that. You yeah. can wait for these guys to, to awaken. Yeah, I think I might just, like, hide in my regular form so I can attack if I need to. So I'll come... Can I come out of it or do I, do I control it? Yeah, you can, yeah, you can come out of it. So yeah. you come into your regular form. Um, you would have your equipment with you. Mm-hmm. Now, you can just hide in the grass. It's up to you whether you want to hide near them. Um, the only other thing that you can see is in the centre of the paddock, there appears to be, you can see sticking up over the top of it, some kind of stone hut. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, you guys are waking up, so I'm going to say Mackenzie, Loxie, uh, both waking up. And meanwhile, Plank, you are also waking up, and you are in an area that is all um, bleak and burnt out and ashy. And um, Roman Noman is with you, the professor, um, who is a gnome. And he's looking very dazed and he's already starting to complain about, Oh, it's ash. I hate ash. It's filthy. Who are you? What a horrible predicament. Who are you? Oh, my gosh. A devil. Don't hurt me. Where am I? I don't, well, I don't know. It looks like some kind of burnt out forest or something. Right. I... I didn't burn this forest down. I know that. <laughs> well, that's good to know. You're not uh, going to hurt me, are you? 
Are you gonna hurt me? No, look at me. I've got bloody patches on my elbows. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of words and, and ideas. I also, I'm an educated man. No, yes. Well, you're not doing a very good job of that, are you? I mean, you're... What? Well, <laughs> context clues and things. Where am I? Well, you're surrounded by bloody ash, aren't you? Well, we're obviously in a burnt-out forest. Yes, that's right. But I had to tell you that. Now, that's how you know. Because I taught you. I just said it. Yes, and like now you're getting free education from me. You suck. <laughs> oh, well, I don't think very highly of you either, sir. Where? Okay. Do you have any weapons? Uh, well, weapons? I've got a pen. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's a weapon in the right hands, let I me tell you. I mean, yeah, I could stab a guy with a pen. Yes. <laughs> not, Is that what you meant? Uh, not me, though. You couldn't stab a guy? Or no, you couldn't stab, stab me with I a pen. I could stab you. No, you couldn't. I wouldn't allow it. I mean, I'd take you to court. You have my own pen. You'd be dead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you would. What was that? You're not here, good day. <laughs> Look, let's get back to the house and kill everyone. Yes, well, I don't like that, but I'll, I'll, I'll come along. If you can get me out of here, I'll be very grateful. Fine. Okay. Well, let's go to that stone hut. You don't... There's no... What stone hut? I don't see a stone hut. You know what? I drink a lot. And I think maybe I have some issues. Yes! You need help, boy. Yes. Yes, son. You're a doctor. You're a mess. Well, I'm a professor. I'm not like a medical doctor. I'm a professor. Oh. What do you profess? Oh, lots of things. Okay. Yes. Well, which way should we go? You wouldn't understand them. That's the thing. Why am I going to... Do you study anything that will help us? Um, no. Alright. Just get me out if you're alive, boy. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Which way? South. Because everything good happens in the south. Okay, and what's your approach here, uh, Plank? How, how are you, are you um, running around? Are you strutting around? Are you being careful? What are you doing? I'm just carefree walking. Just carefree walking. All right, can you roll a d20 for me, please? Do a perception check. Um, 20. Okay. Um, Plank, even though you are being very carefree, you notice that the, um, there's something sort of suspicious about the ground in front of you. Uh, it, it looks uh, a little bit different to everywhere else. Like it's uh, like the dirt's been moved or brushed or, or, or raked in an unusual manner. Are you going to continue over that part? Uh, are you going to say something? And Roman Nome is just walking towards that. He doesn't notice anything. I'm just going to slow down and let him walk into it. Okay. So um, he walks along and suddenly disappears. The ground uh, disappears underneath him. And he goes plummeting down, um, a decent drop, and you hear him go, Ow! Ow! My leg! Ow! I can see the bone! Oh no! Help me! And he's in a pit. What time of day is it? It's, um, it's sort of, the sun is just setting. Is it dark enough to use my cape? So it's not quite dark enough, but probably within about half an hour, the sun will go down and it's going to get dark in here. So um, the gnome is crying at the bottom. His uh, leg has been broken and you hear a rustling down there in the hole with him. And he starts to go, no, oh, get away from me. Get away. Give me the pen. <laughs> yeah, take it. He throws it up and it goes up about 10 feet. He's 30 feet down and it just falls back down and sticks into his leg. And he goes, oh, oh, you're that right. Me yes. I jumped down the hole. <laughs> okay, you jump down the hole. It's about 30 feet 
Plank, is he going to do anything special to try to avoid taking damage? What, um, you mean like... I'm going to jump and like just slam my axes in the wall and drag down. You're not going to go the cape? It's not dark enough yet. But you can still use it to kind of hang glide a bit, can't you? It'll be dark in the hole, yeah. Uh, no, I'll just do the axe thing. Okay. Uh, just roll a uh, strength check. Missed. All right, I'm just, you're going to just take a little bit of damage. Ah, uh, five. Ah, nailed it. <laughs> As you sort of stumble <laughs> to the bottom. And um, coming through a tunnel at the bottom of the pit uh, is Shaz. All right, love. <laughs> and uh, she is going to attack. But let's, meanwhile, parallel action, go back to the paddock where you have woken up, Mackenzie. Mm. And so has Loxy Gold. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, so Mackenzie is kind of relatively well camouflaged at the moment. She was kind of all wearing kind of creamy kind of material. Um, and so she kind of takes off the helmet and ditches it aside and kind of looks around and kind of goes, oh, well, ah, oh, fuck, what, what, where are we? I'd say it's some kind of paddock. Would you like me to sing a song about it? I really wouldn't. G'day. What's... G'day. G'day. How are you, mate? Shut up. G'day. <laughs> Why would you think G'day was there? Because I know that she was not attached to the thing that was... Okay. Um, so I can see and hear Mackenzie, can't I, from where I am? If you position yourself in such a manner, yes. Okay, I might tr- I'll might. i call her on the Chatterpillar. Mackenzie! Whoa, what? You're gonna get hunted. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm out here, I'm fine. I've got the, the foot up on them. Okay. Just shut up about my name, though. Okay. But I, I can see you. Okay, where are you in relation to me? To your right. Are you sure it's to my right? I put my little hand coming out of the, the field. Oh, okay, hello. <laughs> awesome. Shh. Okay. Now, when, are you below the grass or above the grass? Well, I assume that we're lying on, like, a big flattened chunk of grass because yeah. that's where we've been ditched. So I can hustle back a bit and get, like, below the line of grass. Okay. If I stay kind of low. It's very eerily quiet apart from you yelling. Okay. So I stop yelling. Who um, are you talking to? Shut up. Quiet as you possibly can. This is about no, as quiet no. as I possibly can, Please. darling. I'm designed to sing. <laughs> okay, in which case, you are going to stay here. We're going to go look for help. I don't like uh, being left alone, though. Wouldn't you yeah, like a Wouldn't it, you like a bit of company? You're going to have to deal with it. Misery loves company. This misery does not love company. You're the biggest misery there. I've ever seen. Yep, you are going to keep those kind of compliments right here. You're going to stay where you are. We're going to come back and get you. Promise? Yes. Okay. All right, Mackenzie shuffles back into the grass and makes her way over to G'day. Okay, so crawling along to G'day, yep. Um, How cautious are you being? Very. Can you roll perception for me? She's like a snake in the grass. She's so skinny. (laughs) That's right. I'm not even even using hands and feet. I'm just (laughs) lying on my belly and letting the muscles do the rest. (laughs) Between grass blades. Yeah, that's right. 21. Okay, you see that there are bear traps, big clunky bear traps hidden amongst the grass. Okay. G'day. There's like there's one in front of you. All right. I'm like g'day, g'day. Yes. Don't move anywhere unless you've tested the ground first. Okay. Okay. I'm going to break a blade of grass off 
and try to use it to trigger the trap. <laughs> it's not heavy enough. Okay. May 10. What? I just imagined you putting your hand in <laughs> to <laughs> test it. And it just rips your arm off. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the reason I was using a thing and not the rest. So um, it's kind of an artificial landscape, yeah. So there's not like twigs and branches. No, it, it's a real paddock. Okay. Um, so is there like a branch of something nearby? No, it, it's a it's like a, a paddock of, of long grass. Okay. There's no trees or remnants of trees anywhere here. All right. I'm going to... The only feature is the stone heart in the centre. I'm going to take one of the... Like, I've got still got a couple of these, like, ornamental brooch-type things on me. I'm going to take the heaviest off and throw it into the middle of the bear trap. See what happens. Still not enough pressure. Ugh, okay. Bounces off. All right, in which case, I'm going... Not nah, lost cause, and I'm just going to go around it. Yep, that's fine. You could probably step on it. <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, because you're so light. Oddly enough. Well, yeah, I'm not going to test that, though. I know plank wood. I'm not going. <laughs> plank wood throw. Plank wood. So, Mackenzie's coming over to me? Yes. I was so stealthy until now. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> All right, so the two of you um, meet up. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then I suppose we'll call Plank. Hey, Plank, what's up? Busy. Okay, never mind. And you guys hear <laughs> a snap, and you hear Loxy Gold scream. Oh, my leg! Oh, my God! I've been bitten by a metal creature! Okay. Let me sing a song about how much it hurts. Oh, it hurts like... I have an idea. He's going to get us killed. I have an idea. I can throw a hut over him. Can you throw a hut? Well, okay, throw is a figurative. (laughs) I can place a hut over him. And because he's not walking... Well, I would have to start in it. And no one else can go into it if he's into it, if he's in it? Um, Basically, because if he were able to walk, he could just walk out of it. But no one can walk in? No. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Because there's a bit of distance uh, between you and him, and you see that the grass is rustling towards him. Something is moving through the grass, heading uh, towards him. Okay. It would take me a minute to cast it. Mm -hmm. Do I have a minute? Do you have to be within the hut? I would have to start within the hut. Uh, it would probably take you... A, if you ran, you would get there in time. I only just got around the thing. But there would be if you run... Or was it the same bear trap that I avoided? No, it wasn't. Okay. Though I guess you have got a path because you would have moved the grass a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're really quick and you run down there... Yeah, okay. I'm going to do that. So um, you go sprinting down because you already know that the traps are in that particular path and you've uh, plotted this path. You go down there. Are you going to go as well, Gerdé? Um, no. No? You're going to stay where you are? Yes. So Mackenzie, you go running through. You see that Loxie is on the ground. Um, his leg is mangled inside a trap. He's not looking uh, very good. And Bindi Bulbar is standing in front of him and drawing a rapier. Mm. Um, okay, so it's one it's one minute for me to cast this thing. Assumedly one minute from the point where I'm in the area that I want to be. Yeah. So I'm not going to be able to get it up in time for her to... Probably not. Um, I'm going to have to fight her, I guess. I guess. Yep. Um, all right. So I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at her. Okay, so initiative. Yep. Oh, three. 
and we will sorry we will cut to yours in a second plank now um g'day you can hear that a, a fight's about to happen yeah i'm gonna start running over okay so your initiative to them sweet you'll just take you an action to get there um 21 okay Okay, so you're first, um, and that will get you into range. Okay, so I run over. Yep. Yep. And then it is Bindi, and uh, she sees you, Mackenzie. She's got a rapier in one hand and a hand crossbow in the other. Um, she's got multi-attack, and she fires the crossbow. At me? Yep. Um, ten. No. So uh, that misses, and then she swings the rapier at Loxie which is going to hit him and um, she stabs it into him and he lets out a cry um, like a stuck pig in the trap. Uh, he's not looking good. Then it is you, Mackenzie. Okay, so I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at her. Yep. All right, so um, 23 is going to hit. Yes. I assume. Yep. Now, are you using your fancy new staff? Uh, I didn't for that one. Okay. All right, nine damage. She goes, crikey, what a belter. You'll pay for that. I'll have your head in my dad's, dad's office. Oh, fuck off. Sure. <laughs> and then I did you today. All right, um, I'm going to try and attack her with my Akadaka. Yep. Um, so natural 20. That's a crit. <laughs> Thunder. <laughs> 11 damage. Doubled? Was that doubled? No, that was just 11. Oh, so double it for a crit. 22. Whoa, Okay, that, that's a nice hit. Smack. And then I'll shoot her again. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, the 26. Yep. Nine damage. Good day, MVP. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, she's not dead or anything, but she does not like that. She goes, oh, fuck, I'm out of here. And she turns to run. So if you want to take another pot shot at her, either of you, you can, but she's going to retreat back into the paddock. I absolutely will take another shot. I'm going to throw a fire, oh, no, a witch bolt at her. Well, sorry, witch bolt? <laughs> You're slow on that one, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost a dice. A dice, as forum commented. D&D 5e for life. 24? Yep. Yes. Okay. So, 8 damage. Alright, and good day. That's the witch bolt, which means it's stuck on her. So I don't know how we want to do oh, that. Well, she's going to run out of range of it anyway. Okay. But it, uh, it's not range. It's... Okay, no, never mind. Yep. Me again? Yep. Um, I'll try and shoot her again. Yeah, it's just a regular shot. Sweet. Uh, 26. Oh, she's rolling like a dream. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get good damage. Uh, nine damage. Okay. Oh, sorry. And is there more? Yeah, I'll shoot her again. Oh, no, no. This was just an attack of opportunity. Oh, it's just sorry, a regular, yeah. sorry. Just a regular little attack. So, um, yeah, she's hobbling around and uh, she disappears into the grass. Up to you guys what you want to do now. Can we pursue her? The hunter becomes the hunted. That's ironic. But, I mean, she's totally going to come back and fuck us up if we don't. Mm, but she's already pretty wounded. Should we I save know. her for... You should... I'm not there. You're not there, Plank. You caterpillar them. <laughs> hey guys, I don't know what you're doing, but I think you should stop temporarily and put the hut down like you originally planned. <laughs> Cheers, bye. I'm in a fire. Bye. <laughs> See you, your hut lady. <sighs> Alright. Well, okay, if we want to pursue her, then you're going to have to go on your own because I have to put this hut down. No, I'll leave her because she's already pretty... I just feel like she's probably going to heal up if we encounter her later. 
she probably right. runs faster than Alright, I'll pursue her anyway. I'll pursue okay. her. I'm gonna come after you once I put this hut down. <laughs> Alright, whatever your freaking name is. Look, I'm putting a thing over you. It's a magic barrier. No one is able to get in. And it lasts for, um, eight hours. It's like, please, can you, can you get the trap off my leg? It hurts so bad. Oh, I can try. Okay, so, uh, the trap is a DC 14. So I have no strength modifier. I have to roll over 14. Yeah. Okay, 14 or over? Mm-hmm. 17. Holy shit. Yeah. Mackenzie's little thin noodle arms just start to <laughs> pulse with power and the trap pulls off and he's like, okay, eight hours? I'm going to write the best damn song about you for when you get back. Good. <laughs> Was it the power of love that made you pull it over? No. And I'm going to call it the power of love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like on shadow, but I'm like, fuck off, Flank. Um, all right. So I put the I put the hut up and then I am scuttling after G'day. And she's like left like a kind of grass trail, which I'm Yeah. Finding. Now you're trying to find. So suddenly it, it's silent again. You don't know where uh, Bindi has gone. Mm-hmm. It's um, silent. How are you going to find her? What's your goal? So I can't hear her at all? Um, can I see any footprints or anything like that? Do investigation if you like. Okay. I feel like you You're probably... You're a good tracker, right? Yeah. You can track beasts. I got nine for investigation. Seems like a real beast. I feel like if, if you can track beasts, then tracking a human is probably a lot easier. <laughs> Okay, so you rolled nine. You're, you're you're sort of looking. You're looking for disturbances in the grass. You're mm-hmm. looking for something. Is she stopped? Is she lying low? Has she kept moving? You can't see anything just yet. Alrighty. And while you're doing that, that'll give Mackenzie a chance to catch up to you. Mhm. I don't. I I can't tell where she's gone. It's like she's disappeared into thin air. All right. I'm gonna have a look. Can I perception it? Yep. Yeah. Or doing it. Yeah. Do perception. Twenty five. Okay. So, uh, Mackenzie, yeah, you guys are rolling pretty good today. So, um, (laughs) you see the slightest movement, um, about a hundred feet ahead. Mm -hmm. And then you notice there is an even faster movement coming toward it. Something is making a beeline for the smaller movement. Something moving very quickly through the grass. Okay. Running through, rustling through, and you and and making a beeline basically. It's going to these two points are going to collide very quickly. Um, the incoming thing is it moving faster than human could? It's moving fast. It surprises you how fast it is. Faster than a person or a humanoid would run? Yeah, it's pretty okay. fast. All right. Okay. Hold hold up. Hold up. G'day. Something's about to happen. Okay. And there is a, a collision and a shriek. Um, you definitely see that something has happened. The grass, like, shuffles for a bit. And then that thing, whatever it was that was moving, this path through the grass moves very quickly in a different direction, sharply turns and goes heading off to the north okay. towards the swamp. So I say we try and catch up with the point of collision, see what's left there. Okay. Yep. So, um, you head there, um, being careful, I imagine, enough to avoid traps. Actually, just both roll a perception just to make sure that you don't... Uh, 17. 8. I'm looking ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're being more perspective, I'll allow that. You're walking <laughs> along, and you find Bindi Bulbar 
lying in the grass uh, and her throat has been cut by something sharp. She's dead and there's a very unusual thing here. Her, chair, the, her shirt is slightly open and there is a big patch of curly hair on her chest and there's a trail of breadcrumbs moving away from the body. What? <laughs> and you guys look so confused. Even though I'm going to leave you hanging on a cliffhanger plank when you're down, can we should open the next episode with your battle in the pit? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> so uh, this is an adventure that I call Safari Sogudi. <laughs> and uh, where the hunters become the hunted become the hunters become the hunted and uh, yes a mysterious, a mystery has just occurred, something oh, else is out there in the arena with you and we will find out what it is next week, thank you everybody for listening and thank you guys for playing, lots to ponder Join us uh, on fruitlesspursuits.com to find out everything we're doing, including other podcasts like the uh, movie review podcast I do with Jacinta, FPcast. You can also find links to our Facebook discussion group. We love to hear from you. Um, thank you very much to friends of the show um, like Timothy, mm-hmm. who has helped clarify some rules. And look, You're a gentleman and a scholar. You really are. We really appreciate that because, uh, you know, as I said, right in the very first episode, picked up the book. It was pretty big and thought, I'm not going to read all of that. I'll just read bits of it and, and we'll piece it together. And we made the mistake of thinking Luke knew what he was doing. And um, and I make the mistake sometimes of thinking you guys know what you're doing. Because you've got gave you that well, you've got me. spell cards and things in front of you. I assume you've read them. Well. So, uh, but we don't. And the thing is, What's weird about a community like this is often, like if you're on Reddit or something and people don't know the rules of Dungeons & Dragons or play things incorrectly, uh, this might be alarming, but some of those players can be real douches in terms of like (laughs) letting people know they got it wrong. Whereas on our Facebook discussion group, people like Timothy are absolutely wonderful in the way that they they bring it up, Mm -hmm. help us understand, you sort of read it and go, oh, yeah, of course, that makes sense. Um, that's great, and, and we absolutely encourage that, and uh, that's really good as well. It but, makes perfect sense, really, because, I mean, it's not like, you know, you're playing a game with a baby, and the baby does it wrong, and you're like, oh, sure, go get good, baby. <laughs> Are you saying you it's know. all right to get angry at babies? No, no she's saying we're babies. I'm saying we're the babies. <laughs> <laughs> so how can you possibly get mad at us? <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, dear. Plus, we're so adorable. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're little cherubs, aren't we? <laughs> the cherubs four, that's what I call us. <laughs> um, so, yeah. There's a reason we're doing podcasts. Yes. Yeah. We have the face for podcasts. Oh, we're a pretty attractive group. Well, some of us are. Yeah, look, I would touch my penis. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would too. <laughs> We should put that that's our new like that's tagline, our new right? thing. Yeah. I would yes. touch my own genitals. <laughs> yes, yes. Attractive enough to touch your own genitals. <laughs> there you go. Uh, any anything else? I feel like you've all left us with so much, but is there anything else you want to leave us with? Not overly. I feel like that's the highest of the high points. <laughs> um, you know where to catch all these guys, yeah? Yeah. yeah. 
Twitter, Instagram, Fruitless Pursuits. Oh. Actually, if you're not following Fruitless Pursuits on Instagram or in our Facebook discussion group, you're missing uh, CGI renderings of the various creatures from Dungeons and Drongos. So mm -hmm. uh, come and have a look at those. They're a lot of fun. They are. They're pretty gross. <laughs> well done, but pretty gross. Anything else? Nope. You sure? No. All right. No, you're not sure. Not sure. <laughs> okay. How about now? Like a day. All right. <laughs>